Hello, this is Joey Price with a Business Life and Coffee. Uh, here again on the expo floor at Sherm 16, I'm with Tim Mulligan, JD, who is the uh, CHRO of the San Diego Zoo. He's also the author of uh, Roar, How to Build a Resilient Organization, the World Famous San Diego Zoo Way. And he's also, drum roll, insert applause, uh, HRO's Chief HR Officer of the Year. Welcome, Tim. Hey, thank you very much. Nice to be here. Yeah. So uh, in, in reviewing your profile, one thing that really stands out is that you have your law degree. Uh, and I don't think a lot of CHROs or uh, HR professionals have their JD. Um, how has having your law degree impacted the way you view and lead uh, strategy in your organization? Yeah, I think that you know having my law degree helps in many ways. I, you know, when I went to law school, my goal was really just to get the education and then take it to back to work into the management side of things. And so I did practice law for a couple of years, but what I really missed uh, being in, in, in management and not necessarily practicing law, but taking all the principles of law to the HR arena. So now that I am a CHRO, there's, uh, it's great that I can, the, the, the managers that I support and the employees that I support can look to me instead of outside counsel for kind of being the voice of the law, the voice of, you know, compliance and what's going on. And, you know, obviously there's some great financial benefits. We don't have to use outside counsel. And, but I, so I, I can handle anything internally that's going on. And also I think it just gives me some clout and some cred in the HR world to have the JD by my name and, and, to, and, to, and to stay an active member of a bar association to show that I uh, am, am current on the trends and the laws and I can use that in, I use it on a day-to-day -day basis uh, all the time. Okay, yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, I have several friends that I've seen go through the law school journey and uh, matriculate into different areas. Um, none of them have chosen the HR professional route, but I, I really think that's a strategic advantage that you have there. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I like I said, I practice law and nothing against the, the, the field, but you know, the with the hours and the, the, the stress and to me, working in HR as a practitioner is a much more, uh, for me, a better work-life balance and, and kind of less stressful way to use my degree. And I can still have a good work-life balance, but yet still stay current in the law, but yet I'm able to leave every day at 4.30 or 5 and, and put work behind me. So yeah. it's a good thing. Yeah, and uh, I wonder if you hit the beaches at all in San Diego. I, I don't know how you can work. Uh, my wife and I went there uh, for our anniversary this year, and I'm like, how can you work in a place like this? It's just beautiful. It's a great place. I, I moved to San Diego 16 years ago, and I've, uh, it's, I've made me forget about every other city I've ever lived in, and I <laughs> don't consider going anywhere else. So, <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so, uh, like I said, you won HRO's uh, CHRO um, of the Year Award, and what do you think were some of the contributing factors to why you, your name rose to the top? Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, my team put together a great submission and I was very honored about that. But I think that the, the key uh, factors that helped me were, you know, I work for a large nonprofit, a mission-based organization, and, and I think I've been able to institute some really uh, impactful and, and innovative employee practices to my organization. We're a very old, 100-year organization, but we really have a real resurgence right now in terms of... Our, our vision of ending extinction. There's a lot of uh, a, a focus on San Diego Zoo right now. And I've been able to really uh, 
put some great people practices in place that were never there before and on a pretty much of a shoestring budget. So I think that the factors were that I was able to, I'm able to lead a large group, um, create some amazing practices and, and, and programs that have really taken off in the industry. And I do all that with a lot of innovation, not a huge budget, and just real creativity and dedication to the uh, profession. Yeah, it's really admirable that you've been able to revolutionize the way that the zoo does HR, um, and you're doing it in a nonprofit space, as you mentioned, without the big, ginormous budget there. Uh, and, and some of the uh, highlights from your ability to turn the organization around were that you've uh, refined the corporate culture by focusing on employee performance, um, specifically in regards to consistent reviews, uh, containing individual goals, aligning with the organization, and building a pay-for-performance culture. Uh, how are you able to inspire the change, lead the change, and see the change happen um, with that shoestring budget in such a, an organization that's well established and has a 100-year history? Yeah, so when I started in um, uh, 2004 with San Diego Zoo, they were really looking for someone to come in. And, and I, I came from the corporate HR world at the time, and they wanted someone to come in and, and bring some of that mindset of the corporate world and bring it into this, this uh, at the time, 88-year-old institution and really bring the HR function into the modern world and, and really redefine the corporate culture. And so, you know, I, I had, my, I had a, a large uh, uh, task in front of me. And so I really had to prioritize and, and kind of pick my battles. And so one of the first things I knew I had to tackle was accountability and pay for performance and, and, and bringing a real high performance culture. And I knew I couldn't do it alone. So, you know, I, I, luckily back in 2005, I partnered up with the, the right organizations. Being a nonprofit and not having that huge budget, like you mentioned, I was able to find a company at the time, Halogen Software, and, and, the, and, and that they've really helped me, you know, work through this and kind of set the, set the bar, I think, for other, not just nonprofits, but for-profits in, in starting over with corporate culture and, you know, writing organizational goals that were impactful and then having those trickle down and matric matriculate to everybody from a, an hourly uh, animal keeper and on up to our CEO, creating a really uh, dynamic pay for performance program and incentives, implementing all sorts of feedback and training. So I guess to answer the question, I've really just been focused on it, dedicated on it, but also relying on my partners uh, like, like Halogen and others that I've been able to work with in making sure we can afford it and also make sure that, it's, uh, uh, that we're also staying current on the latest trends and, and, and keeping it going. Okay. So you've been able to partner with, with organizations like Halogen and, and your staff to uh, really change the culture there. Uh, you mentioned accountability. And if, you, if I were to have 100 HR professionals in the room and I mentioned the word accountability, 98% of their heads would shake and they'd say, oh, there's relatively little of that in our organization. <laughs> um, how were, specifically, how was Halogen able to help with the accountability uh, and also your input uh, into the organization to help with accountability? Yeah, so for us, I mean, I put accountability is one of the key uh, uh, tasks and kind of values I was trying to bring into the organization. So, like I mentioned in the past, you know, we've been very successful in, in our name with our name brand of San Diego Zoo, but we were never really known for our people practices, our you know, uh, people leadership, as as opposed to our uh, animal care and what we do for the animal and plant world. So, uh, through accountability, I was able to really uh, you know give people a meaning uh, through halogen and through our programs to make sure that employees knew. 
what was expected of them, how that impacted the big picture. Like I mentioned, our right now we have a very bold and audacious vision, to, which is end extinction of species. And we have uh, 3,000 plus employees that are really rallying around that vision. And we make sure that they understand whether they are, you know, cleaning up an animal exhibit or selling a hot dog or an architect or a lawyer or anybody in between, they know exactly what their piece of that is and what, what they do in what they do day in and day out and how that affects the, the organization. And so, and they're held accountable by some very set, uh, very um, uh, consistent set of competencies at all levels. Um, again, goals that are tied to the organization, um, great rewards and perks and incentives that we've uh, implemented and great feedback. And so we just make sure that everyone knows what's expected of them and they're held accountable for it and rewarded appropriately for it as well. Okay. Yeah. So you've been able to set the course, so to speak, and Halogen has been the, the anchor to make sure that everyone's accountable to what they said they're going to be accountable yeah. to. That's awesome. Um, in, the, in the general session, switching gears just a little bit, uh, Hank Jackson, CEO of SHRM, uh, mentioned that today's workplace needs to be innovative, competitive, and fair. Uh, and obviously the chief HRO uh, at any organization needs to have a, a, a role in that. Um, what are the components that make up today's top performing CHRO? Uh, I think that, I mean, some of the ones that you just mentioned, I mean, to me, innovation rises to the top. Um, I think that's why I've been successful. Um, you know, I really, I think that the one, the CHROs and HR leaders that really stand out are those that are not afraid to take a risk and are not, you know, following the trends and following the best practices, but are out in front creating and they had this, this sense of futurism and they're seeing what's next on the horizon and how can we jump on that and be the first. So with my team, I'm always trying to instill this notion of, you know, is everything we do world famous and world class? And if not, let's don't do it. But what's next and how can we be the first uh, you know, on the on the market or on the horizon to do this, which is a great thing for our employees. So innovation, obviously strategy, um, you know, it's at least in my organization, and I know many others, HR has not been, you know, risen to the top as a real strategic partner. So I think that the HR leaders that really do well are those that, you know, are not just, you know, functional experts at HBO, but I mean, at HBO, I'm sorry, at HR or, or HBO, uh, HR, but really uh, know the business, know the strategy, know the numbers, can talk the business acumen, the finances. Um, and so I think, you know, for my organization, we're not for profit. So I, I have to really understand the governance issues and development and, and I have to be a fundraiser and, um, and, and work with the philanthropists. So I, and those are not things that are in the HR job description. Those are just more in the leadership job description. So I'm able to put aside my HR functional hat and I'm, I can be out there and be a voice of the organization in any area and be able to, to know what I'm talking about. So, yeah. So, so just to recap, CHROs need to hone their HR hat, but also their leadership uh, skills. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, and, and I think maybe you had HBO on the brain, because Ga Ga Game of Thrones came on last night. Did you catch the latest episode? I watched it at 5 a.m. this morning. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no spoilers for the audience, but obviously we're, we're, huge, yeah. <laughs> we're huge Game of Thrones fans here. Um, now, going and speaking about the future, uh, what advice do you have for young HR professionals that are seeking to rise the corporate ladder and lead the HR strategy for their organization someday? Uh, I love this question because I'm actually have taken a few under my wing right now and trying to mentor and bring a, a new generation of HR leaders. And so I think that besides the things I mentioned, innovation strategy, I think for the younger ones, you know, a real focus on technology. I think that if they're not going to be a, a, a younger HR leader needs to really wrap their arms around and embrace 
HR technology of all levels, whether it be systems like halogen or applicant tracking or whatever it might be, but also so embracing social media, um, being able to, you know, you know, right now I'm challenging my young team of, of recruiters to not spend a, a dollar on recruiting and instead use their wherewithals with technology and social media and networking to get the right people. So I think that it's, it's those folks who are really to, able to understand the trends, to be nimble, agile, resilient, and, um, and, and focus on and technology and also relationship building. And I think that's really going to get them far and not be known as uh, a typical HR person, which I think that typicality is changing, but not be known as someone who, you know, says no a lot and you don't want to go talk to, but it's instead it's someone you want to come talk to and embrace and partner up with, not embrace, but embrace their, their uh, you know, concepts yeah. and really uh, be forward thinking. Cool. So the forward thinking strategic partner that you want to be in their office all day and not just to, to take the candy off the desk. <laughs> all right, uh, we're, we're getting ready to uh, land this plane a bit, but I wanted to talk about uh, your, your recent book, uh, Roar, How to Build a Resilient Organization, the world famous San Diego Zoo Way, uh, which is available on Amazon and other outlets. And uh, I'll include a link to that in the show notes um, so that you can purchase, so that uh, listeners can purchase a copy of the book. Uh, but what are some of the key takeaways that readers will get from learning about uh, your experience at San Diego Zoo? Yeah, thank you. So the book, um, in the book, we we talk about the concept of resiliency, and so, and that is really how how do organizations um, have the ability to reinvent themselves, uh, re rebrand themselves, stay relevant, and kind of ride the tough times and come out on top and stay successful. And we put in the book, uh, my co-author and I, her name is Sandy Ash, put in the book a five-point resiliency model, which I think can be easily. Uh, adopted by an organization or a team of any size and to, to really build resiliency in your own organization. And for me, you know, the main thing is this is our centennial year at San Diego Zoo Global. And so, and this, how is it that it, at age 99 and 100, our organization is operating at an all-time high? Last year was our most successful year ever. So the story I wanted to tell in this book is how is that possible? How, you know, why are we not slowing down? Why did we, how do we make it through the wars and the financial crises and economic times and all the, you know, diversity to our reputation, whatever it might be, and rise out on top. And so we, I probably told a story in there of our past hundred years, highlighting our people practices, how well you can treat your employees, innovative people practices on a shoestring budget, and really making sure your employees aren't too, you know, stressed out and burned out. And during these disruptive times, how can you create a resilient workforce? And that's what we really tried to paint the picture of in the book. Okay. Awesome. Uh, I definitely want to grab a copy of that and, and dig into that and share some of the wisdom with, with my audience and, and my clients as well. Uh, Tim, how can people contact you and the San Diego Zoo for more information about, well, first of all, if you're hiring, um, and uh, second of all, just to learn more about you and, and the zoo and the storied history of the organization? Uh, yeah, a couple ways. Uh, for the, our website for the book, and there's a lot of information there in context to me, is theroarbook.com, all one word. Um, also, on our, on our Facebook page, I would say a like our San Diego Zoo Careers Facebook page. We really tried to cultivate a network of folks who want to work for the zoo. So that web Facebook page is constantly updated with great cultural uh, things about our company, but also job postings. And there's a link to all, all of our job postings. We also have a page on the Muse. So if you go to the Muse website and search uh, San Diego Zoo, you can really see some of the great cultural aspects of our company. But I was, and I'm also, for me personally, I've, I'm on Twitter, Facebook, I'm easy to find, and LinkedIn. Yeah. All right. Well, Tim, it's really been a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining the Business Life and Coffee Show. Thank you. And we'll get this posted soon and uh, get and share the word. Yeah. So have a great day. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah.
Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. This has been another episode of Business, Life, and Coffee, the only podcast that simulates the experience of having coffee with a mentor, industry expert, or fellow colleague. If you've enjoyed this episode, give us a five-star review on iTunes, and we'll read your comment on an upcoming show. You can find show notes, episodes, and resources for your career or business at businesslifeandcoffee.com. If you have a topic that you want to learn more about but don't have time to grab coffee with an expert, email us at info at businesslifeandcoffee.com and tune in for that topic on a future episode. Also, you can reach me at Twitter at JVPSaid. This is Joey Price signing out, and I'll see you next week. If you've recently started a business, why take away time from what you're good at, only to focus on difficult, pesky HR problems? Jumpstart HR LLC offers a better solution. Jumpstart HR provides HR outsourcing support to U.S.-based small businesses and startups and was recently ranked among the top 10 HR outsourcing firms in the country, according to businessnewsdaily.com. From recruitment to employee handbooks to legal compliance, Jumpstart HR helps you get peace of mind about the people in your business. Visit jumpstart-hr.com for more information or follow on Twitter at JumpstartHR. Jumpstart HR. Let's build a better business together.